everyone. This is Empowering Homeschool Conversations. We want families to come here to gain insightful strategies that empower them to successfully teach diverse learners at home. This broadcast is hosted by me, Peggy Floyer, founder and CEO of Sped Homeschool. Our goal is that these powerful weekly conversations will boost your confidence to cultivate the best at-home learning environment for your student. For more homeschool resources, go to spedhomeschool.com. Today, we're going to learn how to incorporate VR technology into homes the homeschooling environment with special guest Kathleen Woolett. I just encourage you to share this broadcast with um, other viewers if um, they might be interested in our conversation and also to um, put your comments and questions in the feed. We would like you to be part of this conversation. Um, welcome, Kathleen. I'm so excited to have you here as a guest today on Empowering Homeschool Conversations. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. So Kathleen and I met a while ago. Um, we had a very interesting chat and and I had never conceived of virtual reality um, being part of a homeschooling environment and she broadened my mind greatly. And I said, we're going to be talking about technology in October and we've got to fit you in. <laughs> so, <laughs> So that's how Kathleen got here. But um, Kathleen, as people are are popping on to to the show and they're sharing it with with other friends who might be interested in just this this metaverse, this virtual world that we are starting to hear about, how can we grasp onto this new technology and bring it into to homeschooling. Um, I would just like for you to introduce us to yourself and to your family. Talk a little bit about your background um, in, in homeschooling. And, and then we're going to dive a little bit into your background um, after that with this new, um, this new platform and technology. Sure. Well, um, thank you. Hello, everybody out there. Uh, yeah, I am a 30 year teacher, um, a little bit over actually. <laughs> and, um, that is my, that is my strong background in this mm. area. And I love education. I always have, my grandmother was mm. an educator. My mom was an educator. Uh, my stepfather is, was an educator as well. Mm. And, um, very strong background in that field. And <laughs> I'm a Navy wife. Uh, my husband's retired. Uh, he was on yeah. board aircraft carriers for quite some mm. time. And so I was home with mm -hmm. our six children. And wow. uh, I found that it was much easier to homeschool. Mm -hmm. Although I mean, I was, you know, I was a public education teacher, but mm. when I had my own kids, yeah. And we were living in an area that was a really nice area, but the school that we were attached to didn't meet my standards. Mm. So, um, <laughs> I yeah. homeschooled, you know, you, yeah. you dive in, you, right. you go into yep. the unknown mm -hmm. and, uh, you, you, you leap first and ask questions later. <laughs> so, and that's oh. how I found myself homeschooling for mm. 14 years. Uh, but I have, uh, my background is in deaf education. So um, I am a deaf education specialist and a uh, also have reading specialty and I am certified in birth to three and then K through adult. Hmm. And um, I have taught in public, private, charter, state schools and school. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of <laughs> teaching and education background. And um, 
So, so are you done homeschooling now? You've graduated all your students. Or are you still working on some? <laughs> I have one more who is at a private school right now. Mm, so, mm -hmm. um, you need to do what appeals to and what's best yes, for each of your children. Mm -hmm. They're not all the same. Yeah. They don't all need the same things. They don't all respond the same yes. way mm -hmm. to the same um, innovations of thought that others yeah. do. And mm -hmm. every single one of them is unique and special. So, um, you know, she is thriving at a private mm -hmm. school right now mm -hmm. and very grateful that it's Christian based mm -hmm. and um, which is, was the design in, uh, in our move here was to yeah. allow her the opportunity to be at a private Christian based school. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. yeah. That's awesome. It's amazing how our kids navigate, you know, like everything in our lives. <laughs> People ask us how we got to our church this week. And it's like, well, it was because of the youth group and our daughter needed that, you know, so your life is yeah. a lot of times by what your kids need. And, um, and I, and so I know that's part of your, your VR you know, story is that you, you kind of moved into this not being ready and it was a necessity of, of something needed, maybe not by your own children, but by other children. <laughs> yeah. So can you tell a little bit of that story as to how you kind of got involved in this platform? And um, was it because you were super techie? <laughs> <laughs> My kids, <laughs> my kids will tell you, uh, I am prob was probably one of the least tech savvy people they knew. Um, although in this technologically savvy world that, you know, isn't saying that I was that illiterate. I did mm. know how to use word, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> answer a phone and take a picture. So, mm -hmm. um, and I, you know, I, I am a photographer as well. So I knew how to yeah. use Lightroom. So that kind of technology, okay. yes, familiar mm -hmm. with. But as far as anything beyond that, like the metaverse, right? <laughs> didn't even know what that was. Um, <laughs> I, honestly, you know, I didn't, didn't know the impact that it was going to have. I really mm. thought, I truly thought that the metaverse, when it was first introduced to me, the concept I truly thought that it was for gaming only mm. and that it had no place in education. And, mm. um, but I thought, wow, what a waste, you know, mm. because wouldn't it be cool if right. kids could utilize that kind of platform to like, go into different places. And, mm -hmm. you know, when I got to thinking about the whole gaming aspect of the metaverse and got to thinking about, oh, wow, you know, kids can go to these faraway places. Kids can, mm -hmm. can learn about um, these different environments. They can socially interact with others in right. new, fun, and engaging ways. But mm. do they always have to kill each other? Do right. They always have to, <laughs> like, seriously, does it happen so violent all the time? Mm -hmm. It must be used for educational purposes. And right. then I was, uh, through a mutual friend, um, through networking, Mm. Uh, met someone who knew, knows my boss mm. and got me in touch with Victory XR. And I was, uh, a, a job came up. I applied. Mm. I didn't get the job. Mm. But in his response to me, he said, um, 
he said he was so kind and mm. he truly is a, a, a very kind individual and mm. um, very thoughtful. And um, that is what attracted me to, to coming on board with the company as well is mm. that, you know, that it, this is like an environment that I, that I would like to call home because mm. He's technologically savvy. He's, you know, an ed into ed tech. And that's really what mm-hmm. I was interested in, didn't know how to apply it. But I interviewed with him, did not get the job, but he, hmm. in his response said, I would really love for you to have a conversation with you about your background and something else I'm thinking about. Hmm. Um, and so we had another conversation and mm-hmm. it was about homeschooling. And hmm. he shared with me at that time that he was, on the Iowa House Education Committee hmm. and Iowa State, mm-hmm. and that he um, it, or had been in his past, mm-hmm. and um, he had written a bill that was very significant uh, for homeschoolers, for mm-hmm. parents actually, mm-hmm. um, to have the right to to have a say in their mm-hmm. child's education. And yeah. so he's a huge proponent of education. He's a huge proponent mm. of um, um, of homeschooling. Mm. He's a huge proponent of, well, he's a huge proponent of education because his parents were also educators. Right. So, you know, we have that connection and um, it's very easy to talk to. He's a great individual. Mm. Um, and uh, it just blossomed from there. And the company that he, he hand selects the people that he hires Hmm. and is very hands-on about it. And that creates a very harmonious environment. You get Hmm. to work with a lot of people that are just there. I mean, everybody, everybody in the company Hmm. has a very significant role and we all are working together to Hmm. bring about a change in education that we know is available and is going to make an impact on future learners. Mm, that's yeah. that's awesome you always want that um it, it's so much more like you're talking about it's so much more than just the the platform the company that stands behind it and when those values and that quality they'll they'll shine through in everything that they do and yeah um and so yeah if you're listening um and you um that i know we have one viewer she's um Tara said, we're working with Victor XR. They're amazing. Um, and I also want to put up your website. Um, for those of you that are listening on the podcast, it's victoryxr.com. And um, yeah, we'll share some more information at the end too about um, some some homeschool um, possibilities of using this um, their program. Um, so, so yeah, but yeah, so we're, we're going to talk a little bit, you know, pointed more about the struggling learner and this technology specifically, since that's kind of what we focus on with our show. Um, and so I would love to just have you explain just how VR, what it is and how it's different or similar to other tech that is used in the education realm right now? Yeah, well, I would say that um, it's really not like anything else that's used in the mm. education realm right now. 
um, except that it is the closest thing that you can come to to experiential learning in the pedagogy mm. of like Reggie or Amelia or experiential project-based learning okay. platform pedagogies. Mm-hmm. That is probably the closest that you're going to come to, but those also don't incorporate the technology that the mm. metaverse mm-hmm. offers. Right. And um, the that is where the magic really is, is in the technology that the metaverse brings to this platform. Mm. You can go anywhere. You can explore different places. You can travel. You Mm. can meet new people without Mm. ever having to realistically leave your home. Right. And for a lot of people, especially those with mobility issues mm-hmm. or that are immunocompromised in today's day and age right. or that are, um, that struggle with anxiety, mm-hmm. social anxieties. Um, there are individuals out there that thrive mm-hmm. in these environments and uh, welcome the opportunity mm-hmm. to be able to travel and experience and learn, but it doesn't right. just apply to that population. It applies mm-hmm. to everybody because right. it's very equitable. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, you, you can get on an airplane and go somewhere, but yeah. you have to have the money to get on the airplane. You have to be able mm-hmm. to afford, you know, the hotel, the car, right. you know, transportation, whatever it is that mm-hmm. you need to be able to experience these different places and nothing is going to replace that. Nothing is going yeah. to be able to replace going and seeing the Arc de Triomphe yourself in mm. person or, you know, being able to experience the Great Wall of China in person. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But what if you can't get there? Yeah. You know, what if you financially yeah. can't mm-hmm. get there and you can't experience it? You can mm-hmm. watch a movie. You can watch a video. Right. You, know, mm-hmm. you, can, you can see it. That's on probably as close as you're going to get. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But. Being able to go into a 360 video mm-hmm. inside one of our platform bubble in environments mm-hmm. and experience those opportunities to see to see Antarctica mm-hmm. up close and personal, to be in a bubble and stand in a you know over a raft and have the penguins right next to you over on this side, and you've got you know seals <laughs> over here and. And you're, and you really do get chilly because mm. you hear the wind going around you. You are surrounded. Mm. You are immersed right. in your curiosity. Mm. And that is what's so engaging about this platform and what's gotten mm. me so excited after 30 years of teaching, mm. I'm excited for students yeah. to have the opportunity to experience this. I really, mm-hmm. uh, I just, I value the importance and the impact of what this can bring and what this mm. means for students across the globe. Um, you know, when you speak about students that are in Alaska mm-hmm. and you talk about, you know, the ocean and you talk about, okay, let's, we're going to talk about, I don't know, we're going to talk about cactus or we're going to talk about mm. octopus or we're going to talk about, you know, you can talk about various things. But right. they don't have the relationship to those concepts and ideas other than right. in a book or mm-hmm. on a screen. Mm-hmm. But to be able to take them to those environments and walk through them. Right. And not just in a 360 video, but actually in one of mm-hmm. our environments. 
mm-hmm. then it it means something else. You know, it means right. it, they can finally relate mm-hmm. to what it is that mm-hmm. they're being asked to learn about. And right. that is why students are so disengaged these days. Mm-hmm. It's because they don't relate to it. You know, if it's not important right. to them, they don't want to hear about it. Mm-hmm. They don't want anything to do with it. Why am I here? Why right. am I in school? Oh, yep. uh-huh. Why are you asking me to learn this? You know, why yeah. do I have to do this? Mm-hmm. Well, their why is not that curriculum piece that's written on the board. They yeah. could care less what mm-hmm. curriculum aligns to. That's right. not a why. That's mm-hmm. a why the teacher is teaching it. Right. But that's not the yep. student's why. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly. the disengagement that we're facing right now. And that's mm. what I think education is is facing right now is yeah. that disconnect between, mm-hmm. okay, this is the teacher why, and this is what the principal wants to see when he goes into a classroom and wants to see that objective written on that board. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's the purpose. That's yep. why the teacher is teaching this. But does the student care? Hmm. Right. Does it affect them? Mm-hmm. Does yeah, it impact they, them? Right. They don't see that relationship. And we are so relational. And and so that immersion, that interaction is so key to that learning environment. And like you said, curiosity. And mm-hmm. we 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 fail so often to peak curiosity because we don't have either you know, just the, the ability to engage that student long enough because we're adding so much content into, um, and we, we fail to wait, (laughs) but this is one way we can just dump them, you know, really into that environment and make that engagement start almost instantly. Um, Mm -hmm. which which is, um, it, it gets over those hurdles of, of trying to build, that excitement, which I think we have to do a lot as educators, is we have to build excitement to to get that engagement. And here's mm-hmm. this technology that is doing that um, as a, you know, yeah. just instantly. You know, a lot of people are saying, you know, uh, that a lot of teachers are leaving the classroom and rightfully mm. so. And I see why. Um, I hear why. <laughs> I mm. see their whys and I hear their whys. And I understand, and a lot of people are saying, oh, well, teachers are so great at sales. Hmm. Well, they are because for years, <laughs> all we have to do is sell what we're, you know, <laughs> what we're trying to teach in the classroom to right. students. And that should so it true. be that way? No. You know? Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. They, students should be allowed to have curiosities mm-hmm. and build their inner curiosities and then experience and explore those curiosities Hmm. on their own level, on their own terms. Right. And when you have teachers that are in the roles that they're currently having to do, not allowed the time, not Hmm. allowed the platforms, not allowed the technology um, and being told that they have to do things this way. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't fit in with this way, then you know, you're, you're at risk of losing your job. Well, rather than being at risk of losing their job, they're saying, well, you know what, I'm just going to go ahead and, and I'll find something else to do that where they appreciate me. And uh, they, they hear my, my voice is heard because mm. I know how to teach and you're not listening to me. And yeah. I think that's one of the disconnects too. 
Uh, I could get mm-hmm. a soapbox. Oh yeah. Well, we have a comment from a, a viewer or, and I, I really want you to address this and whether or not you, um, what do you think about it? Um, cause, cause I'm really trying to think of what I think about it. Um, Melissa said, um, she's watching on Facebook. She said, children are very different today and they have to have buy-in with their education. VR is the answer to this old school teaching techniques that are not going to work with children today. Um, response. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I do think, I do think VR is an answer to that because mm-hmm. I do believe that VR can help students understand one, the why mm-hmm. of why they're learning, what we're asking them to learn Two, yeah. allowing them the opportunity to have a voice and say in their own education and their own curiosities mm-hmm. and learning ways, the way that they learn best. If you yeah. put them a student into VR and you offer them all of the differentiated instruction techniques Mm. that are applied in virtual reality automatically Mm. the minute you go in there right and the minute the teacher brings in something if you can bring in in our platform you can bring in a board and you can share a powerpoint you can share a video you can Mm. share but that's really not the purpose of vr the purpose of vr is to have one the flexibility to Mm. do so but two, the opportunity to experience and immerse mm. in what it is that you want to learn about. So yeah. I guess the most relevant thing I could think of is I was a very unit oriented instructor mm. So mm-hmm. um, because I taught special ed and okay. because mm-hmm. my students were, I worked in a university public school in Jacksonville, Florida, and I um, had in a self-contained classroom, deaf education students. Mm-hmm. And it was the best. I had mm. 13 students um, and my students ranged in their abilities. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say abilities. They ranged in their abilities. And, um, and I saw the value in each and every student. And I saw mm. the challenges that each and every student needed to overcome and I had the time because I was mm-hmm. in a self-contained classroom. I had the time to work with them. And mm-hmm. there isn't a curriculum written for the deaf and hard of hearing. I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you that right now. So mm-hmm. as a special education teacher, I got to write my own. Mm-hmm. So I got to bring in what were the students curious about? Okay. Well, it, this yeah. is before I So what are the students curious about? We're going to talk about this month. We're going to do the rainforest. We lived in Jacksonville, Florida. Hmm. How am I going to get 13 kids in an inner city public school to learn anything about the rainforest (laughs) and why it's important to them? Mm -hmm. So we dove in and we, the students helped me create the classroom as a rainforest. We transformed Mm. it. We lived in a rainforest environment. We took, Mm. I got into trouble for taking too much bulletin board paper, but whatever. (laughs) Bulletin board paper and I did it and I made these huge trees and these huge lianas, Mm. great vines. And I, we made bromeliads and we made, I mean, the students Mm. got into all the art and all the creative aspect of it. And then we would learn about a different animal. They would either want to draw it or they would want to, you know, explore Mm -hmm. it some more. And so we, I immersed the kids in it that way. So we mm-hmm. learned about, you know, how the rainforest affects you, why it's yeah. important, you know, what, and, and 
and all of that. You know, we mm. learned all about everything culturally, environmentally, mm. ecologically, everything. And yeah. it was awesome. And we read books about it. So when I say that I was very unit based, I really mm. was very unit based. So we read books, we did math, we did science, we did social studies, we did history, we did mm. um, economic, and not like all of it was around right. the rainforest. Yep. So mm-hmm. when I went to homeschooling my own children, that was ingrained in me because that's how it mm-hmm. served my students. Well, right. my children, I, okay, I have six children in nine years. Wow. So, <laughs> yeah. So, and my husband was deployed. So it was me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was deployed a majority of the time. And so I had the blessing of staying home with them. Mm. And nurturing their curiosities and nurturing right. um, how they learned and how they wanted to learn. Mm. So mm-hmm. we read, what did we do? You know, we read Carry On Mr. Bowditch. And then mm-hmm. we would pretend we were on a ship and I made right. the basement into different. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that was my house, thing. too. Yes. You know? <laughs> I mean, a lot of homeschoolers can probably identify with that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, because you can make it fun, right? Right. You can make those mm-hmm. environments. You can make it fun. Well, yeah. what's the difference then in mm. VR? Is right. that now <laughs> my house can stay clean? That's what's <laughs> and my house can stay clean. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have to go to the expense of getting all the bulletin board paper <laughs> right and the boxes and Wasting yes, paper, and moving the furniture know. and yes, <laughs> you know, moving furniture around and you know, contending with dust bunnies or whatever. So, um, but I will say, you know, I will say that so if how that applies to answer or to, to answer the question, to support her, mm-hmm. um, her statement. Yeah. If you are studying, um, carry on Mr. Bowditch, if you're studying Lord of Thunder, here, Lord of Thunder, hear my cry. Mm-hmm. Great book. Mm-hmm. A lot of yeah. homeschoolers study it. Yeah. So how are the kids going to understand and relate to that? Right. You know, yeah. what? It, mm-hmm. they're not going to, they're not going to get it. They're not yeah. going to really, really understand it. They're going to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. They're going to, you know, because of the way that parents teach things, the way right. that caring teaches things, mm-hmm. um, they're going to understand it. They're going to be um, empathetic mm-hmm. about it. However, right. are they really going to get it? Yeah. So you study the book. You read the book with your students. You have them read it. You, mm-hmm. for English, you take a paragraph out of the book and you dictate it to your students. And then mm-hmm. you, and by students, I mean anybody. So I'm just using mm-hmm. like your own children or in a classroom situation. Right. Uh, you dictate it to your students. They have to write it. And, you know, then you look at it and you don't grade it but you evaluate it. You appreciate Mm. their attempts at spelling. You appreciate their attempts Mm. at the grammar. You appreciate their attempts at the punctuations involved. Mm -hmm. And then you, you know, gently just correct those and then you give it back to them and you have them rewrite it. Mm. And so that's one way to integrate those two things. Well, then now, not only that, but you can then bring it into VR and you can go into one of our environments is on the side, which is a slave ship. Mm. And you can go on board La Amistad and 
you can hear if you go below deck mm. you'll see the slaves in their confined quarters you'll hear the rattling mm. of the chains you'll see and feel the impact because it is scaled mm. it is true to size so you'll wow. feel that impact that it has on you and your mm-hmm. and the physical awareness of everything involved of living in a confined space with mm-hmm. no place to go to the restroom mm. no opportunity to leave that space right and then you go up above and you hear a woman speaking about contemplating ending her life with mm. her small child in her arms mm. and because the journey is just so tragic mm. and and then you bring that into the equation of that book and right. you bring it then and then you go on to the Pedicus bridge which is another environment that we offer mm. about the civil rights movement so mm. you can take one piece of literature add others to it and mm-hmm. explore and expand and expound upon the learning that is offered by going into these different environments and helping right. kids really relate mm-hmm. and that's what we were saying was a disconnect really relate to mm-hmm. oh wow yeah, right this this is not okay mm-hmm. you know this this is not how I would want to ever have my family and my history and my background treated in any way, shape, or form. And right. I'm not saying that it's only, you know, um, there, there's all kinds of ways that you can you know, utilize the metaverse to mm-hmm. enhance whatever it is that you're studying and right. reinforce too. Mm-hmm. So if you're studying the ocean, and you've mm-hmm. got kids in Alaska that want are curious about the ocean, but they right. live in the middle of Alaska. They don't have any way <laughs> right. of learning about anything other, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. like, you know, seashells. And um, if they're living in the middle of mm-hmm. Alaska or if they're living in the middle of Siberia or mm. if they're living in them, you know, there's right. a difference of opinion as to what is relevant. But then also... Yeah. You know, and what's important for them to learn, like, would why would they be learning about the ocean? Why would they, you mm. know, want to do that? Well, maybe they're curious, right? You know, and yeah. if they just have a brief curiosity about it, hmm. okay, mm-hmm. let's have a brief curiosity about it. Let's right. dive in, explore it. Mm-hmm. You know, bring in a bring in a seal, bring in a penguin, bring in this. Let's you know go on to Dinosaur Island and they and you know mm. and walk through it and just explore it. Let's act things out. Right. Um, let's interact with these objects. Mm-hmm. You know, just that's great. You know, yeah. that's great, yeah. and it gets it. It gets that curiosity fed. And yes, mm-hmm. and then you can move on to what is probably or maybe more relevant for them or mm-hmm. necessary for them to learn about. But you can also do in the right. metaverse. We have one of the platforms that we've just came out with. Actually, one of the environments that we just came out with. Sorry, not a platform. <laughs> is a grid. So if you want your students to understand graphing, hmm. dive into our grid. Hmm. Go into the grid, bring in an asset, which are objects. We hmm. have 2,000 
uh, assets available right now um, mm-hmm. that you can access. And so you can bring in a square and you can put it on this grid. But when I'm saying that it's not like, oh, okay, it's just this grid on this big board. No, 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 mm. no. This is <laughs> a one meter scaled grid. It's hmm. on the floor. It goes in both directions. Okay. And then it goes up. Ah. Uh-huh. And it has, looks like a big giant ladder that just goes way, way, way up. Hmm. But there's a button. You push that button and it expands that plane all the way hmm. down. So now you have this graph that you can interact with in multiple hmm. ways. Wow. Bring in a cube, bring in a rectangle. Let's talk pie hmm. graphs. Oh Let's yeah. Talk well, not not pie graphs. Sorry. Let's Just talk the, bar graphs. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's yep. talk x y z coordinates. Let's talk graphing those coordinates, and mm-hmm. then let's bring in a bar and connect those. Mm. You know, or oh, let's see. Let's use a three D pen, mm-hmm. which we have that you can either do artwork with, you yeah. can create an asset that you don't have, mm. or you use it to just really point really poignant things out mm-hmm. that you want to or wow. you can or the teacher can bring in a post-it note and it's like mm-hmm. oh well what's so significant about a post-it note well here's something mm-hmm. you take the post-it note you it's right on your wrist the 3d pen the post-it huh. note the whiteboard all of it is right on mm-hmm. your wrist you just touch it and it brings it up and you can type in on a post-it note and then you can stick that post-it note wherever you want it to go in your mm-hmm. environment Wow. So teachers can point out something. Students can mm. point out something. You know, we become true facilitators yeah. for their learning. Yeah. Rather mm. than, you know, my friend Dr. Morris says that you become the guide on the side rather than mm. the sage on the stage. Yes. Yes. And that that's mm-hmm. really really nourishing for the soul, isn't it? Mm -hmm. To know that your kids learning and your kids curiosities are what's driving them Mm. to explore things. Absolutely. And then you're providing platforms for them to do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, as you've been talking, you know, I was thinking, you know, too, when we engage that curiosity, you know, because it does, it takes a while to engage that because our students have not been engaged for so long in their own learning. Um, But when you start to engage it, it's like getting that boulder rolling. And once it gets going, it's like they can take off with that and they start exploring and asking more questions and getting more involved. And um, so a lot of times it's it's just the process of getting started sometimes that is the biggest hurdle. Um, and then just letting your, your students go because they they find so much that can can be answered um, yeah. that other learning environments can't answer, um, you know, that unless you're immersed. I mean, and that's that's the experience, you know, I'm pulling from is that immersive, you know, just taking my kids on trips and and things. But like you said, it's so financially limiting. I mean, we would love mm-hmm. to, have, you know, that gone road schooling and traveled the whole time. It's just not practical. <laughs> yeah. So being yeah. able and to it- to bring that those environments to you. Um, really solves that problem. And if you have students with special needs, sometimes the practicality of level is yeah. even more, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, it can be even more challenging. Right. Um, 
Yeah. So, so can you talk a little yeah. bit about what, um, how VR does remove some of those barriers? Um, and then of course, limitations to, um, as far as, you know, like mobility with hands, I mean, how much mobility do you need to use this technology? Is it pretty minimal? Well, um, the technology can be accessed on a computer. So mm, that is one okay. way that students can, if they just don't enjoy the headset experience, mm -hmm. there is an opportunity for you to um, access the environments and access the assets um, on your computer. Mm. The limitations with that are that you're not immersed. Right. Um, yeah. So that is, is, is where that is. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing is that, um, you know, with accessibility, I was just having this conversation yesterday and um, with accessibility, we have come so far, mm. um, but we have so far to go. Mm. And um, I will say there are so many very, there's there, the populations that we're reaching mm. um, are pretty extensive. And hmm. with that, I mean, students, especially those that are on the spectrum. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. They really are loving hmm. this immersive environment. That's awesome to hear. <laughs> well, yeah. they can go into these places and mm -hmm. their avatar can do things. Yeah. They don't have to. It's, it's breaking down a barrier for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, and students with social anxiety mm -hmm. uh, that like with, you know, social anxiety is a real thing with kids, with teenagers, it, you yes. know, it, but it can be to the point where it can be disabling. Mm -hmm. And Absolutely. Um, when you get social anxiety disorder, there's actually a new research that um, I came across I'm trying to think it's Columbia university. Hmm. And they are doing um, social anxiety VR therapy. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so that was something that was really, you know, rather like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. Um, mm -hmm. I've seen it. I've heard it from my own, uh, from the students that I work with. I've heard it from mm. the professors that I work with. I work with a lot of professors at a lot of universities because we are the company that's creating the metaversity. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, you know, so I'm, and I, and I help and I nurture their experience as far as how do I bring in right. the metaverse into mm -hmm. my curriculum? How can I use this as the wonderful and amazing resource that it is? Mm -hmm. um, and basically I just say it's a huge manipulative yeah, because that's what it is. You can mm -hmm. go in and you can create whatever you want to, wherever you want to, mm. using any of the environments that you want to. Right. So, yeah. I mean, we've got assets galore, we've got environments galore, and we're mm -hmm. constantly creating new ones constantly mm. because we see that there's a need out there. So, right. Anyway, beyond that, as far as accessibility goes, um, those that are that are on the spectrum really feel like they can be themselves. And they don't have to worry about being judged, um, which prevents them a lot of times from social interactions uh, because they might have a tick or they might have yeah. a, um, they might have a, you know, I don't want to lose your eyes, right? Mm -hmm. looking, at, looking at an avatar 
Hmm. So it's a different, it's a different perspective. Right. Um, when mm-hmm. you, and you really have to think about it, but it's, you know, it's, it's just, um, it's well, just, you can it's make just, your, yeah, you can make your body weird. language be the way that you know it should be. And oftentimes because of the feelings and the emotions we have, our body language unfortunately gives way to people that understand body language better than us on the spectrum do. Um, (laughs) And, and so it, it does, it removes a lot of those, those barriers um, so that, that you, you can, you can start on that even relational Uh, field. Yes. Mm -hmm. I will say that accessibility as far as my own field, you know, the deaf and hard of Mm -hmm. hearing, I don't think that it's, you know, obviously it has multiple challenges. Mm. Virtual reality has multiple challenges. Um, not all deaf and hard of hearing sign, um, but yeah. I would love mm-hmm. to be able to use sign language in virtual reality. Oh, I would, yeah. love, I would yeah. love to be able to see the body mm-hmm. language of others because I know mm-hmm. that 80% of communication is, is nonverbal. It is nonverbal. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. so I would love to see more of that. And mm. I, the great thing about being in this field is that I hear every day of the techno technological advances that are taking place wow. and the companies that are striving mm. to make my dreams for the mm-hmm. metaverse a reality. Wow. And it's not just me pushing mm-hmm. it because they don't know me from Adam, but, right. um, <laughs> Yeah, but, but there's you know, there's it, probably a collective understanding of what yeah. needs to happen um, to yeah. to make it better and and yes yeah. to be on that forefront. That's got to be exciting. The fact that they're alert to it, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that technology and these major companies are alert to this and they want to yeah. make it better mm. for people's experiences. Right. That says a lot about those companies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it Absolutely. doesn't say, oh yeah, no, they just want to make money. Well, think about it. Right. You know, think about how, is it really going to make them a lot of money or is it Mm. just going to make it more accessible? Hmm. And I think it's the latter. And I think they're doing it because of their humanity, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. and their human stance. And I, I think that the want to make the metaverse the great resource that it is for education Hmm. is, says a lot about a company as well. Right. Um, yeah. Because the, everybody, everybody sees that there's a need for education to change. Yes. But what is anybody doing about it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they're, you know? they're leaving it to the parents. Unfortunately, like, okay, we've right. seen well, the surge in homeschooling. The, yes, <laughs> exactly. Or they're leaving it to the administration whose mm-hmm. hands are tied by the board right. of directors or yep. the board of education mm-hmm. and the, and then their hands are tied because of resources right. and it's just a trickle down theory and everybody's mm-hmm. struggling and they're like, oh, okay, well, we know what we needs to be done. We right. see what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. We understand that we need to change, but one, it costs money to it. And yes, VR yeah. does cost money, but mm-hmm. your investment is going to last you a little bit longer mm-hmm. than buying a brand new curriculum every year. Right. Because you've just by the technology and yeah. the 
that what you're talking about, you know, the platform behind it, the the objects and the environments are constantly being added. And, and so that, that is the thing that, that is, it takes the most money and resources to create that, that is the curriculum. Um, yeah, basically. And our so, Victory X, yeah. our direct products offer curriculum along with them so that mm. if you wanted your students to explore biology and they want to dissect a frog or a pig mm-hmm. or a squid, and you don't have to pay for the frog and you don't have to clean <laughs> it up, and you don't have exactly. to smell it. Smell it. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking about. Go, this is icky, you know, like uh-huh. gross. <laughs> um, okay, you know, mm-hmm. go into VR and dissect a frog. Yeah, yeah. There's a holographic teacher there that'll walk you through it. She's wow. the best in her field, mm-hmm. and um, it, it's just it's amazing. And then we have another new product, which is Victory XR Labs which brings the elements of physics into uh, oh, the awesome. metaverse. Mm. So being able to interact with things and actually mm-hmm. have them have physics attached to them right, um, is amazing. Mm. And mm-hmm. um, a lot of our experiments and a lot of um, our up and coming things, which I, I mm. I, I can't talk about, but a, right, lot, yeah. a lot of what we're a lot of what we're doing is being directed towards our labs environments because you can mm. incorporate the physics aspect to it. Although I will say that the direct products already have that built in mm. um, to that as well. So That's awesome, yeah. So because yeah, you can actually you have to yeah. actually slice the frog open, <laughs> right? Yeah, there's no blood involved. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So my kids have talked about physics in, in gaming for a long time and, um, and having a, a degree in physics, um, you know, it, it's always, you know, you see things on movies and you see them like, really, that can't happen. You know, yeah. <laughs> if you understand, yeah. you know, just how motion and yes, velocity, speed, all that works and gravity, there's some things that just can't happen. Um, And so, so that's what Kathleen is talking about and it applying because a lot of times within those virtual environments, we do not see things the way that they would and naturally happen in, in the world, Um, in the environment, you know, the, the earth environment, I guess, you know, we'd have to change gravity if we went to the moon, but (laughs) so, but, um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of what all that's about. And, and so that that's amazing. And just even know that there are so many people collectively, and I know there's probably other companies that, you know, the competition is, is probably, you know, cropping up all over the place, but that's good because it creates innovation. Um, Mm -hmm. when we want to have the best platform or, you know, um, cater to a specific, um, group of people. And, you know, it sounds like, your organization is really, you know, reaching out into that homeschool um, environment as well. Yeah. And I know you had a variety of different different things on there. We had one question from one of our viewers, um, Melissa on Facebook said, do you have a platform for Christian-based homeschooling curriculum? And her example is like being able to go on to Noah's Ark. Mm. That's a great question. That's a great question. We do not have necessarily Christian based. We, um, as far as our platform or our Mm -hmm. curriculum, um, we don't designate Mm -hmm. that at all. Um, 
there are several in the company that are Christians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, um, but I will say that um, it's a very, I mean, our, to answer, to, to, just to answer that direct question, mm-hmm. as far as having a Noah's Ark, no. We, do mm-hmm. we have a ship that you can bring animals onto? Hmm. Yeah, hmm. we do. Yeah. So basically, our what we offer is a platform mm-hmm. for educators of any type to utilize as a resource to bring mm-hmm. your students into, to immerse them into their curiosities, mm-hmm. and to engage with what it is that they want to understand more about. And you can do that in our different environments. You can go on board a ship. Mm-hmm. And you can, um, you could go on board, um, uh, you could go to the Galapagos Islands. Mm-hmm. You could mm-hmm. go um, on board a battleship and pretend that that's Noah's Ark. Mm-hmm. What if, mm-hmm. what if a battleship was Noah's Ark? Mm-hmm. What if Noah had a battleship? <laughs> but there are, but we do have a ship as well. So yeah. yes, if you can bring in, mm-hmm. you would be the one to bring in the animals and right. we have a mm-hmm. of animals and you could you know, you replicate them easily. It's mm-hmm. just a click, click. And so it's such an easy platform. I am mm. not a technology savvy person. So yeah, I was going to ask you what, like give a quick example of a class that you have taught using this environment, just to kind of give the teacher perspective of what you would do when you go in to set things up. Um, well, so when I was teaching my first class that I taught um, for Victory XR was how to write a five paragraph essay. Hmm. And people are like, you can't teach writing in virtual reality. <laughs> you can teach the basics. Hmm. You can teach the fundamentals. And how I taught my own children how to write in virtual reality was by teaching them the big method. So <laughs> I, it <laughs> sounds kind of crazy, but so because I'm a very visual person myself and I'm really big mm-hmm. into theater. And so, and I love acting things out. So hmm. my kids were, you know, a lot of my children are the exact same way in that Mm -hmm. regards. Um, and so what I did was I went to, um, I held this at, I held my class in three different environments. I held it on Mount Fuji. Mm -hmm. I held it, uh, in, um, and dinosaur Island and I Mm -hmm. held it, um, at the bottom of the ocean floor. Hmm. So (laughs) my first class was, um, going into the ocean. Mm-hmm. And I brought in a whole bunch of different animals and I asked students to uh, put a sticky note at each of the animals that they were interacting with and tell and write one word about that animal. Hmm. One word. And then somebody else go behind. And if the sticky note's already there, I want you to add to it. Add oh, either okay. another word, hmm. an adjective, an adverb, you know, another description, another mm-hmm. verb. What, what does that animal do? Or if you want to, if you're comfortable and you want to, go ahead and add a whole sentence. Mm. And just let's work on grammar. Let's work on vocabulary. That's the basics. Mm-hmm. That's the basics, right? right. Your language, language is the written word put on paper. Mm. And, yeah. and that that's what writing is. Mm. So let's get comfortable with the concept first. Right. Be comfortable with what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go into it deeper. So then yeah. I brought in a baseball field. I made mm. a baseball field. I used pieces of square grass that we have mm. and I put it all together 
and I put the paths in, I brought in the bases mm-hmm. and I've set, set everything up. And then I took what's called a snapshot. And <laughs> then I can take that snapshot into any other environment. So that's why I was able to take my snapshot of my oh, baseball okay. field into Mount Fuji, onto Mount Fuji and okay. into, um, you know, and into the uh, dinosaur island, um, mm. either on the plane there or uh, or at the, in the bottom of the water there. Hmm. So I, you can take it anywhere. Once you have a snapshot, oh. you mm. can use it in any environment. And hmm. So I created that snapshot and so then I have my baseball field and then I brought in whiteboards and I had whiteboards at every single base. Mm-hmm. And then I also brought in my post-it notes and I said, okay, I have a starting paragraph. Here's my starter. This is mm-hmm. my, you know, and I said, okay, we're teaching at the bottom of the ocean floor. I can't say that this is a hook, right? Mm-hmm. It has to be a pitch because hooks don't do well with fish. So <laughs> this is a pitch. So we're pitching the baseball and we're pitching from home plate and you're going or you're pitch, pitching from the from uh, from the pitcher's mound. Mm-hmm. And you go to home plate. So that is your first, that's your pitch, right? What mm-hmm. what's your idea? What's your big idea here? Mm. Then go to first base. What's your supporting detail? Mm. What's your first supporting detail? Then go to second base. What's your second supporting detail? Hmm. Write it on the right board, write it on a post-it note, right? Bring it in, do whatever. You know, and it and it and then go to third base and then go back mm. to home base. And that's your summary. So now mm. you have your five paragraph essay. Right. And you can do it in any environment hmm. and because you do it with snapshots or you do it and, yeah. and the kids are doing it interactively too. Mm. So, mm-hmm. And that just adds to the, yes, when you got that relational component to that versus them being solitary and feeling like I'm all alone, I've got to do this task. There's something about being with other I people. I hate writing. That, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that really helps with that. Yeah. Well, thank you for giving us that visual because I think that'll really help Um, because a lot of times it's, we've never seen the environment. It's like, well, you know, how how do I even go about doing that? And so I do have videos on my YouTube page. um, Okay. And it's, um, so I do have that Mm -hmm. available. And um, so you can go to my YouTube page and And we'll make um, sure we put a link in our YouTube description. Um, of the video so that you can go Great. see Kathleen's um, videos. I'd like as we're wrapping up for you to talk just a little bit about the homeschool packages that Victory XR yes. offers um, because I want parents to know what, what that is. And I'm going to put up your website yeah. again. It's victoryxr.com. And if you go to victoryxr.com forward slash homeschool, you'll mm-hmm. get my page, which goes okay. into the the further descriptions, mm, but victoryxr.com mm-hmm. will give you the, the basic and then you can click on, there's also a homeschool link there. So um, it can get you all the information that you mm, need by mm-hmm. going to that name page that you're posting there. Yeah. Um, so uh, the homeschool packages, you can get Victory XR Academy, which is mm-hmm. our magic. It's the <laughs> synchronous or asynchronous because students can go in and partake in classes that were already conducted Um, like the ones that I've taught, the ones that others have taught, um, in our environment, students can, if you have a Victory XR Academy 
subscription, mm-hmm. you can go back and go into those recordings in an environment, oh. in headset, mm. and you can learn, you can bring in your own asset of a heart and mm-hmm. you can blow it up and walk through the chambers or you can, you know, there's mm. all kinds of different things that our teachers have, have worked with in, okay. um, in these environments. Mm. So um, t- students can have access to all of those uh, with an account subscription, but then you also have the Victory XR Direct, which is our asynchronous product. Um, it is holographic teachers, eye buttons, um, mm. and information information voiceovers that come in okay. and help you experience all these different things. Go to Mars, experience mm. physics, um, go on a maze, go, you know, just really be immersed, do all the dissections. And then mm. you have the labs products, which right now we have the civil, um, let's see here, we have civil rights, we have um, biology, and I, I know I'm forgetting one, but um, I just, I know I'm conscious of time too, so I want to get this all in. Uh, but I will say that our, the most exciting thing that we're doing right now, and I'm putting up a video today mm. on this, is that we are offering a meta homeschool opportunity. So if you belong mm. to a cooperative, and you want your students to have their social emotional learning skills um, nurtured mm. and yet you are home right, right. Uh-huh. so but you all but they need to learn they really need to have kids and peers to interact yes, with that interaction build mm-hmm. off build yep. ideas off of with and and nurture that so what we're doing is we are offering for homeschoolers um, if you have come with us if you purchase a subscription have come mm-hmm. if you purchase a subscription to Victory XR Academy. And then you bring 10 subscribers on with you. Mm-hmm. We will take 10 of our environments and brand them hmm. for your homeschool. Very so cool. you can own your own homeschool. Hmm. And then you can invite other teachers to teach. Hmm. You can, um, and then they just need subscriptions. And then right. you just, you grow your school and you determine how many kids are going to be allowed in the different classes. You host mm. classes. They, it's very easy to do. I mean, if right. I could do it, anybody could do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we have, we have university professors that have been teaching for decades mm. that are now using our product and wow. are saying, you know, this really isn't so bad. I didn't think mm. I could get through this hurdle. But... <laughs> Special development that we offer for parents and for teachers is amazing mm. as well. So, so you, you have um, some instruction as well. Um, and it, it all comes yeah. with the subscription. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. That's, it's so exciting to, to, to be talking about this. Cause I, I know it's, um, it's definitely been needed and um, it's coming at a perfect time when homeschooling is just starting to explode and families are looking for, these different means to, to help their kids. And um, with so many kids at home, like you said, that social emotional component, sometimes it's like, you know, it's like when we were homeschooling, you know, our kids when they were younger, it's like, and how are they getting social skills? (laughs) 
I mean, please. we would just go out and about and we'd do so many things. I mean, they were getting more social skills than they needed. Um, <laughs> exactly. All the activity. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. But now we're my seeing parents are also working from home and they mm -hmm. don't have as much time to take their kids to all those activities too. Mm -hmm. Um, and so oh, this but you can do theater and virtual reality. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and you can be wherever and see, that's the great thing. You can be wherever you are in the world. Mm -hmm. If you're in Ethiopia and you've got a friend in Siberia and you've got a friend in New Zealand and you've right. got a friend in Europe, meet them in headset. Yeah. And yep, watch exactly. how those interactions and those relationships mature. Mm -hmm. Yes. And just exposing yeah. your kids to other cultures and, and yeah. kid, people from different um, backgrounds, it, it, it will just, you know, add that much more to their educational experience. I, I have to completely yeah. agree. Well, thank you so much, Kathleen. This has been a just a enjoyable conversation um, and so much information now to process. Um, <laughs> and I think our viewers are probably feeling the same way. Um, but but thank you all Anybody for joining can reach us. Out to me. Yes, so yes. And we'll make sure we put Kathleen's information and Victory XR's information on the YouTube description. So if you want to connect with her, it'll be just easy as a click of a link. Um, and, and thank you for all that you're doing and, um, just your willingness to put yourself in an environment that, um, was very, um, <laughs> non what you've, not what you've done in the past, but, um, being willing yeah. to be out there and represent homeschoolers in, in that. Um, so, so thank you so much for, for that. And to just, you know, add your, your educational background to be able to help with the, the formation and cultivation of that environment. That's so important. Um, so, so yes, we're excited to see where that's going to go. Yeah. And, thank and thank you. you all. Yeah. For joining us on this broadcast, this has been an amazing month talking about technology and we hope that you have enjoyed it as much as, um, as we have. Um, we've also had um, blogs written on our website, all about tech. Um, one will come out tomorrow with um, the SPED homeschool team's top picks. Um, so that'll have a lot of um, great resources there for you. And um, so just know that um, we at SPED homeschool, we are a 501c3 nonprofit. And so if you would like to um, continue supporting our work or support our work as a donor, you can visit our website at spedhomeschool.com and, and click donate. And we would appreciate that. That's what um, keeps us being, having the ability to, to do these broadcasts and to um, continue updating our website, reaching out to new resources like Kathleen. Um, I interview people like her all day long. And that's if you wonder what I do, not, not on Tuesdays, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> so um, just creating those connections for you and finding resources. And that's what um, we list on our website. So um, definitely look at at those resources they are extremely useful for your home education and um, continue watching this broadcast um, listening to the podcast and being part of our our um, community so um so thanks again kathleen um we appreciate um just your your willingness to come on and and share um and and just talk about this new technology. It's, it's so exciting. It's yeah. <laughs> so very thank exciting. You. Thank you, Peggy, for having me. And thank you for all that you do and support. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you Absolutely. so much. Yeah. So we've wrapped up now this month of October. Next week, we are going to dive into our November topic, which is unit studies. Kathleen talked a little bit about unit studies, but we're going to talk about holiday unit studies and how to create your own. And next week specifically, 
we're going to talk about how to create a unit study for the holidays based on your family traditions. If you already do them, why not make them school? Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's make what we're going to. Metaverse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> get to get your Christmas tree up and your yeah. <laughs> So your cookies won't get made that way, though, if they're only virtual. We're working on that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, if I could make them in the metaverse and have them shipped to my house, that, okay, I, I, my brain's going. <laughs> so anyways, but but that's where we're, we're headed next week. So, um, so anyways, yeah, this has been Empowering Homeschool Conversations, and it has been provided by Sped Homeschool. Make sure you go to our website at spedhomeschool.com to get resources and support for teaching your unique learner. And we'll see you again here next week. So have a great week, everybody. Goodbye and God bless. Dedicating time each day to spend feeding our minds and our hearts the truth of God's Word is immensely helpful in our growth as followers of Christ. I'm John Stonge, and each day I host a show called Daily Devotions with Pastor John. On the show, I spend just a few minutes taking an applicational look at one or two verses of Scripture before coming to the Lord in prayer. If you'd like to make a habit of spending more time meditating on the truth of God's Word, You can listen to Daily Devotions with Pastor John at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcasting app.